Today, on Commitment to Truth. Everyone is vitally important to the body of Christ. Makes sense. And, and, and when you are involved, I'm involved, we help each other. We help each other ultimately and inevitably become more like Jesus. Welcome to Commitment to Truth, the teaching ministry of Commitment Church, a place for all nations. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. Each week, Pastor Cedric Brown and the pastoral team at Commitment Church strive to draw you into a deeper relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Today, we begin a series titled, Let's Re-Engage. Many churches have had a very difficult last two years, especially with COVID-19 rendering gatherings difficult to impossible. And once we regathered, it has been a challenge to feel close to one another. Because we are the body of Christ, we were made to be connected to each other. There is no time like now to begin to restore that connectedness that makes us the hands and feet of the gospel of Jesus Christ. This week, Pastor Cedric Brown will interview the leaders of another one of the ministries of Commitment Church. During this interview, you will learn about some of the real-life struggles of those who are served by this ministry and how their needs are met. You will also learn how this ministry helps to build up disciples of Jesus Christ and how you can get engaged with this ministry. Here is Pastor Cedric, lead pastor of Commitment Church, with today's message. So as you turn uh, with me to Ephesians chapter 4, and as you look for that passage in your cell phone <laughs> or in your Bibles, um, I have on the stage with me um, Hector Hernandez, um, and we have Egan Cologne and Norberto Cologne, who's uh, first time, I think, a father. No, we had father-daughter last time. He's a father-son, which is so cool. And uh, uh, two ministries that we're going to focus on today is our worship ministry and also audio-video ministry, uh, just to uh, share with you how does this ministry serve you, and then also how can you be a part of this ministry yourself, how can you pray for this ministry, how can you support this ministry in any way uh, that God instructs you to do. Make sense? All right, it says in Ephesians chapter 4, going to begin with verse 11 again, it says, And he gave some as apostles, and some as prophets, some as evangelists, some as pastors, some as teachers, for the equipping of the saints for the work of service uh, to the building up of the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to a mature man to the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ. As a result... We are no longer to be children tossed here and there by waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by the trickery of men, by the craftiness and deceitful scheming. But it says, speak the truth in love. And sometimes love is hard to hear. Okay, it says, and truth is hard to hear. It says, we're to grow up in all aspects into him who is the head, even Christ. Christ is the head of the church. We should never forget that, right? Verse 16 says, from whom the whole body being fitted, held together by what every joint supplies, according to the proper working of each individual part, causing the growth of the body for the building up of itself in love. So all of us are joints and ligaments and parts and and vital, uh, if you would, pieces to the body of Christ, no matter what age you are, okay, young, old, closer there than here, right? No matter who you are, everyone is vitally important to the body of Christ. Makes sense. And, and, and when you are involved, I'm involved, we help each other. 
we help each other ultimately and inevitably become more like Jesus. Bottom line. That's the end game is to develop faithful disciples, faithful, disciplined men and women, young or old, followers of the person of Jesus Christ. Amen? And followers of his teaching. So one, one key word or two key words together we have in this verse is held together. So we're building lasting relationships and, serve, and serving within a local church. And it should cause this. Held together means this. To cause, to coalesce, or to combine, to form, or amass, or whole. In other words, as you serve, as I serve, as you get engaged, I get engaged, we become this whole. We become whole, not H-O-L-E, but we become W-H-O-L-E. We become complete right? It also means this, to unite our knit together in affections. And I've come to learn over the years that this is probably one of the main reasons why people struggle with getting fully engaged, because it's emotional. I was, con you know, I was emotionally attached and affectionate to family members. They hurt me. And then now the Bible says, this is my family of God. Ah, uh, shucks. If my biological family failed me, you really think that I'm going to trust you strangers? Doesn't work that way. Our church, Pastor A, or Church A, or Church B, right? You follow me? You had bad experiences, and then now guards are up. And then, then what, it takes you years to become fondly affectionate to others. But when you read the text, read the scriptures over and over again, read the letters of Paul over and over again. He says, you know, tell the people that I can't wait to see them, that I long to see them. He talks about opening up your heart wide unto me. That's affectionate, especially guys. That's really affectionate to hear a man say, hey, listen, I'm opening my heart wide to you. We can't even do that sometimes in Marital relationships, right? But yet, the blessing of it all is there's this fond affection, and God has created us with emotions, and emotions are healthy. It also means to put together one's mind. In other words, become oneness of mind, believe it or not. Unique thoughts, but yet oneness of mind. The last part of the definition is to unite with one conclusion or same opinion. Can you imagine if we could all get there? And you see, you know, you know, you know what the one conclusion is? Christ and Christ alone. Whenever the church deviates from the person of Christ, the mission of Christ, then everyone's opinion is better than everyone's opinion. But if we land on the opinion of Christ, is that no, 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 no. At the end of the day, it's not preserving my reputation. It's about preserving the reputation of Jesus. Can we agree to that? Can we agree that our end game is to glorify Jesus? Can we agree that our end game is to obey everything that he commanded us? Right? Can we, can we agree that our goal is, is to multiply the church into all the world as he's commanded, right? 
to in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, the, most, you know, the oldermost parts of the world. Can we agree that the gospel is for all nations, tribes, and tongues? Can we agree that through the finished work of Jesus Christ, there's no male, there's no female, there's no Jew, there's no Greek, there's no rich, there's no poor? You follow me? It's like elementary. If Jesus remains center. Amen? Amen? And that should be our end game. Whenever we serve, whenever we're into relationships, it's not about, well, you hurt my feelings. Well, how does Jesus feel about this? Right? <laughs> right? It's like, well, I'm not, I'm not going to give because, you know, the last pastor, read, he bought this and he did that and the church did. No, 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 no. You ain't giving to him. You're giving to Jesus. You follow me? If he's center, right? Because remember, the very gates of hell will not prevail against his church. Why? It's because he's the head. Does it make sense? I mean, it's like really elementary. So therefore, let us let our guards down. Let us get fully engaged. Let us use the gifts, the talents, the skill sets, the minds, the personalities, Right? All the things you've learned over the years, the failures, bring them to the table. And let's all make each other more like Jesus. Make sense? Thank you for joining us for today's message from Commitment to Truth. We'll continue with the second part of the message right after this. Life is like an orchestra. We have the string, woodwind, brass, and percussion sections. We're all attempting to follow God's lead as our conductor while remaining in sync with each other. Instinctively, we find ourselves seeking the position of first chair. None of us are ever really skillful enough to sit there, yet we try. But who is the first chair meant for? You can purchase this book and others by Cedric Brown at cedricbrown.com. Thank you again for joining us for today's message from Commitment to Truth. We now return for the second half of our message. That being said, our worship ministry's purpose is this to equip the body of Christ to worship God in spirit and in truth as a lifestyle. So not just coming and um, singing a good song, being moved, cry, shed a few tears and dance a jig or whatever, but, but ultimately worship should be a lifestyle, right? Right? It says through providing unified corporate praise from all nations, an environment that welcomes the presence and the glory of God by creatively utilizing our giftedness in the musical and performing arts. So at the end of the day, worship should point you to whom? Christ and Christ alone. And it should cause you to then carry it outside of this building, in your homes, in your cars, just how you live. Right? Just how you live. In spirit and truth. should be all about him. Make sense? So, um, so we, we connected uh, audio video to this as well, because audio video, believe it or not, if a lyric is not on the, wor- on the, on the screen, <laughs> or if you don't see the worship ministry purpose on the screen, especially after you're getting used to stuff being up there, right? Uh, there begins to be an issue. In other words, audio video is directly connected to the whole worship experience. It, 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 it has become more than ever a, 
right? Norby, how many meetings do we have about audio video, right? <laughs> how many conversations, right, Hect? And 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 because it's all stitched together, especially when um, we established commitment online, and then you had COVID, right? And then now more than ever, you know, how, how many? Messages we get, we can't hear the audio, we can't see the words, we can't do this. So audio video has now become super, super, super important that the skill level has just now gone through the roof, which we'll get to that uh, uh, later. Okay, makes sense. So that's why these are connected up here. And Egan is here. I asked him last minute to join us. And thank you for being here, Egan, because what I wanted to do is also uh, piggyback off of last week's message when we talked about our youth and our youth being directly involved in what God is doing. You follow? This is their church. It's not their mom and daddy's church. This is their church. So Egan is now becoming more involved. He loves the audio video stuff. So he's becoming a, a uh, whiz kiss. We're, I, want, and I want to formally kind of like, hey, Egan, you're released. We want you to really grow in this. And this is to affirm him as well why he's here. Make sense? Makes sense. And we want to affirm all of our other young men and women that said, there's a place for you here. You don't have to wait till you get your mom and dad's age, you know, to start serving, right? Make sense? So that being said, we've been, asked, we've been answering uh, three questions during our time together. Um, the first question we'll go through just to help us get to know what's happening better is this, is what are some of the real life struggles of those this ministry serves? <laughs> You all could probably answer that, right? But well, what are some of the real life, Norbert, you want to start? You know, when you, and many conversations we have about this, but what are some of the real life struggles that people have when they're coming in and for a worship experience or to check us out for the first time or to, you know, get to know Christ a little bit more and learn how, um, learn from him. You want to? Um, you kind of hit it in a nail early on when you said, you know, this is an emotional thing. This is something that really gets into our skin. Yeah. You know, yeah. For lack of a better way to say it, it just really is like a personal, um, I guess you need a personal relationship with Christ to really, really grasp the purpose of why we worship. I mean, we're all created to worship hmm. something. You're right. Um, so it gets to the point where we have to ask ourselves now, why do we lift our hands? Why do we have to sing out loud? Why do we have to jump and dance? Why do we have songs that say jump and dance? Yeah. You know, all of these different things um, should get us to the point of just understanding how serious it is that we were created to fully worship him as a whole body experience. Yeah. Yeah. Spiritually as well, it really just enriches yeah. inside and out. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of the issues that sometimes come around is just the lack of understanding and the relationship mm. of having, yeah, yeah. you know, with us. Yeah, and people are going through, I mean, you have hundreds of people come through, right? And it's like, well, that person's going through this, that person's going, matter of fact, they just had an argument in the parking lot, you know, and, and you got all that stuff culminating. That person just lost their job, just lost their mom, just lost their cousin, you know, I mean, you know, it, it's all this stuff accumulatively, people are coming in. I mean, think about that. You have hundreds of hearts just all over the map trying to <laughs> worship the Lord as one. 
I mean, that, that's, that's tough to do. I mean, remember early on, we used to talk about that. We used to talk about why is it important to have words? Why is it important to, I don't know if you notice what we intentionally do to help you better engage. There's two things I think come to mind when it comes to worship in our conversations, Norby, has been, um, we realize that for whatever reason, at least in our environment, we can't just uh, start off with this hard, like, let's go after it song. You know, it's like, hey, clap your hands, everybody. Because ah! people will be like, uh, I, I ain't feeling that right now. You know, what, we, what we've realized, right, Norb, we talk, we've gone back and forth that every now and then God will permit like an upbeat song to start, right? But we realize that people many times come in broken, hurting, heavy. So many times you find the first couple of songs are reflective because it's almost like now it's time for you to just offload all that stuff and just say, here, God, let me give it to you because... You know, I've been carrying this thing all week, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So we give you time in that space to like, let me just give this to the Lord. That's why we have the prayer walls, right? Come up here and just release it, give it to the Lord, et cetera, right? I mean, how many times we've talked about that, right? It's like, hey, man, let's, you know, hey, Pastor, let's just, let's rock out, right? Let's do this song. And it's like, that didn't work. <laughs> I mean, in between the services, we would talk sometimes, oh, that didn't work. Or, or Thursday, we have our meeting. We're like, no, nah, that didn't work, did it? You want to? Well, I mean, culturally, I come from, you know, Hispanic churches where we just start off hitting the ground running, you know. So um, a lot of times, culturally, what happens is, is no different than, like, my personality traits as well. Like, I'm always, you know, I was always the... Uh, you know, the punchline or always had something to say, had to come back for everything. And that's because there was so much pain in my life that I had to cover it with something. So it was all about being jokey and funny and just so culturally that that also translated into our churches. A lot of Hispanics are just were just jokey and funny. And sometimes we want to come in partying and we want to come in like with the loud and and the proud and because we have so much pain, we don't know how to translate that hmm. over to saying, coming into an atmosphere where, I don't know about you guys, but anytime you would get called by the principal when you were in school or anything, you knew something was up and you didn't hear the principal start off screaming at you. He would just say, you know, you're, you're good, you're awesome, you're great, but there's these things you have to work with. This is like <laughs> soft, you know, coming in soft, right? Versus just laying it at you, because as soon as you come in, yeah, you know, you're yelling at somebody or you're telling somebody off, you're going to shut down. You're going to shut down. You don't talk to me like that or, or you don't even say anything. You just stay there. A lot of times that happens in every culture. Mm -hmm. So that's why I think yeah. most of the time we've had to go back and forth and understand it's not something that is culturally moving, but it's more about, you know, um, God wanting to move in you. Yeah, you know? exactly. And, and that's why he has to come yeah. in. You know, as a gentleman, as the yeah, word says, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. he's very respectful about us and our feelings, even though he's yeah, our creator, yeah. he understands yeah. where we come from. And I think you, you point out, you bring another point because because our church is very culturally eclectic. <laughs> you know, it, it's you can't just take it one way that, you know, you got to go where God is telling you to go. And, you know, because we get a lot of conversation. Hey, why don't we do it? We're like, nah, we're going to do what God tells us to do. Because God knows everybody. 
We only know one person. We only know one experience. You follow me? A few experiences. He knows every heart. He knows every person's experience, et cetera, et cetera. So God, let us do it in a way that you are telling us to do it rather than what we think you need. You follow me? And a lot of conversation has been um, worship is, we believe, is second to the word of God when it comes to a worship service experience. In other words, worship complements the scriptures. It doesn't, it doesn't overshadow the authority of God's word. It never do, in the text, it never does. We'll, we'll see that. But, but it, it softens the heart, clears the mind, so you can hear the word of God, and it lands on good ground and bears much fruit. That's what should happen. Rather than, oh, let me have this experience. And then you walk out, well, what, what did God even say to me today? You know, what, what are my instructions for life? What is he telling me to change and deal with and confront? You follow me? Um, versus just tapping into the emotion. But, the, but we are emotional. Therefore, we have to navigate through the emotions to hear God clearly. Make sense? Thank you again for listening to our series, Let's Re-Engage. From Commitment to Truth, the teaching ministry of Commitment Church, a place for all nations. Ephesians 4, 14 through 16 says, As a result, we are no longer to be children, tossed here and there by waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by the trickery of men, by craftiness and deceitful scheming. But speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in all aspects into him who is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body, being fitted and held together by what every joint supplies, according to the proper working of each individual part, causes the growth of the body for the building up of itself in love. As the fitted and held together body that we are, it is critical that we not only reconnect with one another, but serve together for the furthering of the gospel, so that more and more can hear of Christ and be saved. If you want to listen to the previous messages in this series, or if you want to hear messages from other series, visit Commitment Church on YouTube or Pastor Cedric Brown on Spotify, Pandora, or other podcast providers. You can also visit us on our website, commitmentchurch.org. And if you live in the Philadelphia, Delaware, or South Jersey area, we would love to see you in person as well. You can attend any of our services by visiting us at 2 Berlin Road South, Lindenwald, New Jersey, 08021. Thank you again for listening, and have a blessed and wonderful day.